Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness, and this episode is brought to you by the SFRW 5720. I'm your host, resident fitness expert Matt. And I'm Chris, your everyday nine to fiver. And I'm Sydney, your extra resident fitness expert. Extra. So extra. <laughs> totally extra. So extra. <laughs> All right, guys, what are we talking about today? <clears throat> so um, I believe I mentioned in the prior episode that we were going to talk about the best equipment for novice exercisers. It's people like me. Well, that depends Ish. on what you think novice exerciser means. Oh, I was thinking people that don't want to do it. But (laughs) 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 a little off on the definition between those two kinds of people. Okay, novice. What's novice? Not to say that the not to say that novice exercisers aren't people that just don't want to do it, Uh, but they might not just know how to do it. They might be motivated, you know, one hundred percent motivated, but they just don't know exactly how or what they should do. Where do we start, Matt? Yeah. Tell us, how do we begin our journey on, an, on a journey to a healthy lifestyle? <laughs> Which is the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> do it. So what does novice mean? Well, basically that just means you're new to it, right? Or you're inexperienced with fitness or exercise or how to use a product. Maybe you've seen a treadmill or you've seen an elliptical, but you are just uncomfortable with the fact that you don't know how to use it properly. So that's basically what novice means. Just not familiar inexperience or it's just completely new and you have no idea how to use it so the other thing you have to think about too whether or not you're a novice or not you could be novice and not know how to use a particular piece of equipment or not know how to program an exercise plan Um, or it may be that you have had some experience in the past but you've stopped for a period of time maybe months or even years or decades um, and your body has kind of adapted to whatever its current activity level is. So performing exercise in general might be new to your particular uh, physical performance at that current time. So activity in general may be new to your body. Even though you may have some head knowledge about how to use equipment, it still may be new to your physical body. So there's different ways you can look at whether or not you can, should label yourself as a novice that just means either number one you have no idea how to use a particular product or it's new or you're inexperienced in whatever that method of exercise is i think Uh, you broke my brain but that's okay (laughs) i wasn't using it anyway yeah yeah. so (laughs) so if you're if you're if you're not sure how to use a particular piece of equipment or you're you're interested in trying something new that you've never done before just consider that you should probably think about how your body's going to respond to it as well. So just just how you learn a new skill, you even though you're excited and motivated to try something, you still have to make sure that your body's ready for this new skill, this new activity, this new method, no matter what it is, rather than just jumping right into it and just saying, "All right, let's see what happens." Cuz so like don't eat and run type thing, you know, don't yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm going to go start training for a marathon. I'm going to go run 10 miles today. But wait, I should play spaghetti first. Pancakes. It's you know, probably not the best way to do it. Not to say that you couldn't, <laughs> but there's a strategy. There's a plan that has to revolve around, okay, wait, am I ready to run 10 miles? 
when should I be eating my food? All that stuff. I so, should never run 10 miles. I got to get through the first mile first. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, little steps. Decide number one first. If you're deciding between, you know, what kinds of equipment you should use, is it something that's completely new to you? You know, think of a product that you've seen and you're like, okay, I've seen that, but I have, I've never used it before. I have no idea how to use it. I have no, have no idea what it's going to do to my body. Uh, where should I start? in terms of starting to incorporate that kind of exercise. Um, so for a lot of people, that might be a rowing machine, right? You've seen a rowing machine. You know that it's good for you. Maybe somebody recommended, yeah, it's the greatest you know, workout ever. It works you know, full body, cardio. You can develop some strength and some muscular endurance. It's awesome, but you've never sat on a rower in your whole life. So where do you start? You want a rower. You want to do it, but you're not sure quite how to you know, get that going or choosing the right rower either. And you don't know how your body's gonna respond to it because you've never done those particular movements before. Um, so it does matter uh, thinking about these things and how your body's gonna respond to particular movements because you wanna make sure um, that whatever piece of equipment you're choosing, you're not increasing your risk of injury by putting your body in a position that it's not ready for. Um, so whether that's a rower, whether that's a treadmill, like you said, Christina, starting running. Oh, the plyo box, remember I wanted to talk about that? <laughs> problem is, is I'm still afraid I'm gonna like attempt the jump and then just knee it and then fall forward <laughs> and there'll be this great little tumbling experience and that's comedy gold so we better get it on video not on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah so you know that might be the wrong piece of equipment for you to if you were looking to purchase equipment I'm short. that might be the wrong thing to buy if you're all of a sudden looking at these people who are like yeah you need to do plyometrics training it's great for high intensity intervals and you know, plyometrics are great for developing power and strength in your lower body. Yes, it is. But if you've never jumped before, you might want to reconsider starting, you know, with a step up. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to say you shouldn't buy the plyo box. Just keep that in mind. You know, Work there's... up to the plyo box. Yeah. yeah. Have you used one, Sydney? I have. They're yeah. super fun. Yeah. yeah. You forget, I was a high jumper. That's My right. life was all about plyo boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you ran. I don't know why I completely forgot about the jumping. <laughs> oh, yes. Jumping my days away. Sheesh, that's funny. Um, so, yeah, that would be a good example of, say, you know, choosing a piece of equipment that could potentially increase your risk of injury because maybe you're inexperienced with jumping in general or you don't have the lower body strength to absorb all of the impact that jumping causes. Or uncoordinated. Or right? you're uncoordinated, yeah. Or you don't have the skill sets necessary to perform the movement well. Um, but that being said, if that's your goal, if you want to increase your jumping ability and you do want to perform those types of workouts, then yeah, it is appropriate for you to buy that product. You just have to make sure that there's a progression so that you can work up to it correctly. So just keep that in mind. And that kind of comes back to the fact that there's different equipment for different goals, right? You can't use a plyo box to uh, increase your cycling technique. I mean, you can get your legs stronger so that you can improve your cycling performance, but jumping on a box all day is not going to make you, you know, f your form and your technique on a, a cycle bike as well as practicing your form and positioning on a cycle bike. Um, so different equipment for different goals, making sure that the equipment that you're purchasing, the equipment that you want to use is in line with your goal. So if you want to train for a marathon, yeah, training on a treadmill would be perfect. Not to say you couldn't train with an elliptical or a rower to increase your cardiovascular strength and endurance, but running is going to mimic 
on a treadmill running is going to mimic the movement that you're actually going to be doing outside. The next thing that you want to pay attention to when you're deciding between equipment is whether or not there's a high or lower, lower level learning curve to that product. So what's a good example? Sydney, can you think of anything that might be a high learning curve type of product compared to a low learning curve type of product? Mm. This can just be based off of personal experience. And then we'll talk about some of the products that we have. Um, well, I would say the mini stepper is probably low level learning curve, right? I mean, I had never tried one of those, but we stepped on one of them But you're like, I just hopped right on, and I was, I was like, look like, at me, I'm going. Yeah, and I think most people could probably do that. It's pretty easy to pick up. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like little steppers are, I mean, you, everybody walks upstairs for the most part. Some people might be limited, but, you know, nobody's really thought about how am I going to get up those stairs. You kind of know how to do it. Uh, mini steppers the same. Yeah, so, for sure. Pretty easy. Step right on, start moving. You're working out. Awesome. Great low learning curve so most people could buy those with confidence knowing that it's not going to take much time to get comfortable with it doesn't mean you might not struggle with some balance or instability but taking it slow your body will adapt over time you'll get pretty comfortable on it you'll be able to perform it well within a shorter amount of time something that has a high learning curve well olympic weightlifting <laughs> cleaning jerks yeah there you go power snatches <laughs> barbell training there's a high learning curve to those things. Doesn't mean they're not great for you. They are great for you. And I definitely recommend everybody learning how to start using barbells in their training programs. Uh, but it takes a lot of technique, a lot of learning, a lot of coaching to get those movements right. Because if you don't do them right, that can seriously increase your risk of injury. So uh, barbell training is great, has a lot of benefits. But again, it has a higher learning curve. I think the listeners would probably find it interesting to know that you're teaching me that technique using a pvc pipe yeah so we started with the basics right just learning mm -hmm. how to move a bar around not an actual weight bar just a bar in general mm -hmm. <laughs> so and that's just part of the neurological adaptations of getting your body to respond to a particular type of movement so if there's you know obviously there has to be a transition between okay i know how to move my body in these ways well let's start applying some resistance to it so you start with a PVC pipe that start that weighs nothing, basically, and then you slowly start increasing the weight, and then eventually you'll be able to get to a forty-five pound bar, and then mm. you'll be able to get to a two hundred twenty-five pound power snatch. <laughs> oh wow! I can't wait to and see throwing, the day. Throwing, the throwing, throwing, nah, throwing, nah. <laughs> throwing kids I, I over don't your anticipate head. going that high. I don't think my shoulder would let Little me. Little Christina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visuals. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> That'll definitely give people a reason to be afraid of tiny old me here. Yes. <laughs> so other examples of a high or lower learning curve, uh, you know, basic treadmill. Most people can walk, jog, and try to run if possible. Um, using a treadmill doesn't take uh, a high level of learning to use. They're pretty simple and it's straightforward. It's just a balance thing. Yeah. So, but in contrary to that, using a manual treadmill. Maybe you didn't even know what a manual treadmill was, so you're not really sure how to use it at all. It has a high incline. Maybe it has a lot heavy resistance. Um, it's built for high speed, for sled pushes, and maybe you have no idea what any of that is. Okay, well, it's going to have a higher learning curve then because uh, you you're not familiar with those types. doesn't mean you can't benefit from that piece of equipment. You just might have to spend a little bit more time learning how to use it properly. Um, just like Christina mentioned, plyo boxes versus an aerobic step. So higher learning curve for you learning how to jump onto a box. 
a lower le- lower learning curve for learning how to just step up onto a step that's a little bit you lower. have number 77 as a low learning curve yeah number Do 77 you know that i did not know too. how to get on that thing the first time i put it on like i got it home i was so excited and then i sat on it trying to get it up and i'm like why am i stuck i'll say this neither did i when i saw that on my first day but the really good thing about that now that i've learned more about it is it's like it basically puts you in the perfect position. So mm-hmm. all you have to do is sit on there and you have perfect form. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of all set up for you. Yeah, my mother-in-law had the same problem. She got on and she goes, I can't get this thing to work. And I'm like, <laughs> and now that I figured it out, I tried telling her, you know what? We're supposed to straddle over it, put our foot on the pedal, let the thing smack us in the tush, and then ride the squat machine. <laughs> <laughs> To be, to be fair, I was comparing it to barbell training, which is <laughs> yeah, that's true. much that's more true. advanced. And so the number 77 squat assist is great for putting you in a squat position. You don't have to think about it. It does it for you, it's which is what I was true, going for. True, true, true. But it was just the, the mechanics of getting on a piece of machine that's, this is not a bike, people. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It does throw you off a little bit just by its look. But once you figure it out, you're like, wow, this is amazing. And you can, and, it, and it puts you in a great squat position, and you can train your arms a little bit. You know too which one well. I gotta learn how to use? I haven't figured it out yet. Is the uh, the row and ride bike one where you literally bike and row at the same time? Yeah, that one's oh, pretty yeah. cool. What's that number again? Uh, I'm not sure. Did anyone know? I know it's called the row and rider. The row and rider yeah. bike. I, th- I might have mentioned that in a prior podcast. It's a good bike. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. Bike and row at the same is that, time. Is that what's sponsored? And we got today? a full and we got a full workout on it. No, it's something else. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, another thing you want to make sure that you're thinking about is the equipment that you are choosing should be able to help reach your goals. So um, and if you're new to exercise, you want to pick products that are simple to operate. Again, don't have as high of a learning curve compared to barbell training or maybe uh, plyometric training with a plow box. A good example of this is our tornado bike. So. Um, our tor- tornado bike is great for increasing your cardiovascular strength. You can use your um, upper body and lower body. It's also very easy to increase the intensity because of its high fan resistance. All you got to do, sit on, start pedaling, hold on the handlebars, and get moving. Pretty straightforward. Pretty easy. And it's great for increasing intensity from novice exercisers all the way up to advanced uh, exercisers. I was doing a Tabata interval yesterday during a a product testing uh, and got a great workout for myself using the same bike Um, treadmills again in general great because if you're just a walker awesome you can start increasing and throw some jogging in there when you're ready and then eventually if you're confident and strong enough to start running you can also run on your treadmill so treadmills are great they have uh, they're easy to use for most people and you can perform a variety of different workouts cardiovascularly with them as well as some different kinds of cross-training workouts as well. Um, Ellipticals, just like kind of like the Roan Rider where it puts you in a good, comfortable position. You don't really have to think about your movement. All you got to do is step on, make sure your feet are flat, start moving your arms and legs, and you're good to go with your cardiovascular workout using ellipticals. Sydney already mentioned steppers. Um, Adding resistance bands is a good progression, which we have some mini steppers with resistance bands as well. Um, So if you want to target your upper body as well as your lower body during your stepping workouts, those are great. Um, they're pretty easy to use in terms of the movements that you can do with the resistance bands. And then our upright or recumbent brakes are great too because, again, all you got to do sit down, start pedaling, increase the resistance a little bit, maybe throw in an interval program, 
and you can start from basically a low level activity. I'm sedentary. I just want to start moving. And then you can start increasing the intensity as well with those products. Um, other examples of products that have a higher degree of familiar familiarity that you need before you can start using them. I already mentioned barbells. Kettlebells are another thing that you want to probably st spend a little bit more time getting some coaching and instruction on. Um, row machines, again, I mentioned those as well. Row machines are great. You just got to make sure that you're in proper posture and positioning for them. And then exercise bikes or, or cycle bikes, uh, making sure that you're fitted properly on that bike so that you can reap the benefits of a great cardiovascular workout, but also making sure that you're in good and proper position because those can be a little bit different if you've never sat on a cycle bike compared to a cushy recumbent bike or exercise upright bike side note on the rowers something fun that i learned once i started working here is that we have a bunch of rowers that have pivoting foot pedals which are amazing for beginners because <laughs> they increase your range of motion so that you can stay in a good position throughout your row so if you are new to rowing i would highly recommend one of those the pivoting pedals, yeah. Pivoting foot pedals. You know, what's so funny is I actually had this conversation with, uh, you know, our boss guy. And, uh, you know, going through the features of some of these bikes. Uh, bikes, wow, wrong product. <laughs> Talking about rowers. <laughs> and bikes I said, on so the brain. What's, what's, you know, I thought all rowers had pivoting foot pedals. He goes, uh, no. The ones at the gym do not, and it literally took me a few minutes to go into my mental backlog and remember that those machines were really hard to use. I actually had to have a, a trainer help me figure it out, and I think that was when I decided I didn't like rowing. <laughs> and then I came here, and I'm like, oh, no, this is fun. I yeah. dig this, I dig this. And that, now that explains why, yeah. Yeah, that explained it all. Yeah, explained same. a lot. Wow, I cannot speak today, guys. Okay, you know what? Just continue the podcast. Side note for me. those listening: it's kind of early for us today, so we may be a little off, but yes. I think we're doing okay. Haven't had our full. I think we're doing good. Three cups of coffee yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, to your point on the um, pivoting foot pedals, pedals yes, that, I agree. They're wonderful, especially for those of you that may not be comfortable rowing or you've never tried it before. They will put you in a better position. Um, so that you can feel more comfortable while you're doing it. All right, so if you're going to pick a product, there's basically three things you need to be focused on based off of this episode. Um, and what we tried to help you with is making sure that you're picking a product that's gonna meet your goals, right? So if you want to build muscle, make sure you're choosing a product that has some resistance to it. So dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, maybe something with resistance bands. Um, but then you also have to make sure you understand, okay, well, what's my experience with this product? Is it completely new? Do I have any idea how to use it? Uh, is there any way I can get some instruction, some coaching with it? Um, and then the last one, does, is there a high learning curve? So if I, if I get that coaching, if I find that information, is it going to be easy for me to follow it and implement it with my product? So if you're still looking for equipment and you've heard some of the products we've mentioned, Go back, you know, listen to the, some of the things we've said, um, the, the equipment that we have that's uh, on a low level learning curve, right? So those upright bikes, uh, those ellipticals, those treadmills, uh, the number 77, uh, even though it takes a moment to kind of figure it out at first, but once you get into it, watch the videos be, on YouTube, flying. it'll save yeah, you time. <laughs> 
we have a lot of content we have a lot of workouts we just released a bunch of workouts with uh, mini steppers and aerobic steppers so Starting check from those the bottom, out right guys <laughs> and we and we have we have workouts for the high intensity stuff too so if, if you're looking for a manual treadmill workout you little need a little bit more guidance We've got a ton of good stuff on YouTube and on our workouts page on our website as well. I actually um, want to make a recommendation. It's kind of a silly recommendation. Um, I, I have my bike already, so I'm not going to get another one. But if I were, I would probably go for the Tornado for a couple of reasons. One, you get to move your arms. That was kind of fun. I dig that. And two, if you just sit somebody on either side of the fan, you've just given a person a great air conditioner. Yeah. True. That's funny. That's funny. I you, do love that. It's funny you recommend that because my recommendation for kind of a low level entry level product that can take you from, you know, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm really out of shape to I feel like I'm an elite athlete now is the tor- tornado bike. It's so fun. So it makes me feel like I know what I'm doing. I always <laughs> recommend those types of products, ones that you can get good cardiovascular exercise from, like an elliptical as well, because you can do arms and legs. Uh-huh. And it's they're easy to use. Yeah. They're user friendly. They're easy to use. I'm too short for ellipticals. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're not too short for the tornado bike. No, 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 no. So I'm we'll fine with that. that one. Which is funny because you would think that's the one I'd be too short for. Uh, Sydney, do you have any recommendations on kind of uh, easy to use, good mm. equipment that people who are maybe inexperienced at could feel confident, being like, okay, I can get this. It'll do great things for me. And I don't have to worry about, you know, spending a month to learn how to use it. I think my first recommendation, this is so boring, but I feel like I always come back to the treadmill because everybody, well, a lot of people, most people know how to move. They know how to walk or, you know, how to run. And hopping on a treadmill is just, you know, it's easy. It's like going outside, going for a walk. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So without getting into the sunlight. Yeah. Not much of a learning curve. Just hop on and go. You know which one I, I've been having my eye on is the, I think it's the Space Flex, the one that gets down to really itty bitty and you can just slide it under your couch. Ooh. I like that one. Well, I mean, slide it on our, under our sunny couch, maybe a bed for a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's it? super slim. It's super tiny. I like that one. Looks great. Too. Tiny people like tiny things. <laughs> <laughs> So if I love making you guys break. It's wonderful. <laughs> so check out our recommendations. Re-listen to the episode again just so you can get an idea of some of the things that you might want to consider if you're new to exercise um, or if you're just considering what you should buy if you really don't have any experience um, using equipment at all. Um, and then, again, check out our website. Check out our YouTube channel. Follow us on uh, Instagram. We have a lot of good content. We try to provide you with some instructional tips as well so you can if you have a product and you're not sure how to use it effectively uh, you can find some really good content there as well hey, speaking of content writer article peoples because that's what you guys are yep. uh, yes. which one of you is writing the best fitness equipment for newbies article because we should have this this should be a list oh yeah we're Ooh. gonna do that so yeah. if you don't listen to the podcast make sure you stay tuned for that article as well if they don't listen to the podcast they wouldn't know we just said this <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> again it's really early <laughs> good morning <laughs> <laughs> we just had mcdonald's <laughs> shh i supposed to tell anybody shh we just had breakfast <laughs> <laughs> shh. <laughs> all right uh, i think we can wrap this one up what do you think? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Who wants to wrap it up today? 
I don't have the notes in front of me. Do you want to do it? Sydney? Go for it, Sydney. This episode is sponsored by the Sunny Health and Fitness Incline Full Motion Rowing Machine Rower with 350-pound weight capacity and LCD monitor. Build endurance, feel great, and look your best when you row using this rower unique leg-strengthening incline function. We want to thank you for joining us at 9to5Fitness. Hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your fitness journey to a healthy lifestyle. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful fitness tips, Check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthandfitness.com. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and come back next time when we talk about fitness assessments. (laughs) 